And welcome to the Lords of Loud podcast. We're just four guys who enjoy a good debate about music. We thought we'd move our rants and discussions into the podcast era. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords. I'm the Walrus. As always with me, I have Lord Brett. He is the Eggman. Lord Kev, he is the Scotch Eggman. And Lord Al, he's the Eggplant. And welcome back to the Lords of Loud. And on tonight's episode, we're talking about uh, great musical rivalries. And, you know, they don't get much bigger than Blur versus Oasis. Capel, The Britpop. Boom. Classic bands that... Uh, the Battle of Britpop. Went head-to-head in the uh, early to mid to late 90s, really. Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be our topic tonight. And, but before we do that, we need to do an album of the week. And... I've got an album of the week this week. Oh, good on you, Ben. Nice. Yeah. What is it, mate? And in a in a blatant attempt to broaden our demographic, Ooh. I've gone with uh, Charlie XCX's uh, XCX's latest album, and I think it's just called Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's What's a she's a she's a uh, pop contemporary pop artist. Uh, does a lot of collaborations with some of the other artists that are sort of out at the moment, but this is her. Uh, latest release, I think she's had maybe two or three studio albums before this. And if anyone likes good contemporary pop music, sort of cutting edge pop, this is a this is quite a good album for those sort of people. If you like sort of Haim or Haim, as it's supposed to be pronounced, or or sort of even some of the Taylor Swift's sort of better pop songs, then I would suggest you check out. Charlie XEX's latest full release. Actually, okay. I'm guests on one of the tracks on this as well. So. I believe it's Haim. 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 Yeah. It's a great, um, great story, great success story of ours um, for someone who's uh, brought themselves up by their own, you know, desire mm. to mm. perform and to create. Like, yeah. um, she's not a she's not a manufactured thing. No, no. She's... She did did well. She started doing a lot of writing for like for. Other acts, and then she'd she'd mm. do like a you know featuring, featuring you know her yeah. on mm. certain tracks and things, and then yeah. hugely precocious. You know, yeah, very yeah. Young, yeah. Right. No, so, so this is this so is Charlie X E X X X C X X C X X C X. Yeah. So is that just like letters of the alphabet? It's, or is yeah, it's Roman numerals, mate. <laughs> X X C X. Yeah. So now that we've broadened our demographic from two people to three people, That's so right. three people to jump mm. on Facebook. And let yep. us know what they think about that what album. What do you think about that album? Uh, please tell us on Facebook. Yes. Very good. And without further ado, uh, let's see today's sponsor, which is uh, the album called The Synthesizer Sound Machine. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And this is the this is released on Sonic. It's part of the Golden Groove series. And this is just all synthesizer. Yes. And in fact, I think you'll find this is just Moog synthesizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got just some... looking at the album cover, it looks yeah. pre eighties. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a seventies. It's a seventies. Oh, yeah, it's not it quite. A bit you wouldn't say it's part of the Me Too movement. The, what's on the cover here? <laughs> no. But um, we've certainly we got, got uh, oh, okay. some classics on here, such as what's pop, popcorn. In this girl is she sitting in popcorn? She's sitting in She's popcorn. Sitting in popcorn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because my wife th- would love that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because she loves popcorn. Sure. Yeah. The yeah. song, the food, sitting in it. Um, yeah. The whole thing. So this has got because popcorn was the breakthrough song on synthesizer. Yeah, on synthesizer, right. yeah. any any synthesizer record worth its salt needs to have a version of popcorn on there. Yes, but, but the, the hey, does that sell with the popcorn? <laughs> <It> became <laughs> one. 
became something much greater than that. But, but now, now for this you, album, they actually tackle other things such as uh, they'll do they do House of the Rising Sun. Uh, they also oh. butcher a version of Ghost Riders in the Sky. Yes. So did I see Moldy Old Doll in there? Yeah, yeah. Moldy Old Doll. Moldy Old Yeah. So. Yeah, one of the one of the great one of the great synthesizer records. Get out there. Um, do yourself a favor and go pick yourself up a copy of that. See, you've picked it up for one ninety nine back in the day. Uh, yeah, well, thank God I didn't pay one ninety nine for it. No, but uh, let's see. Do we have a year on this year? Did you find it just lying in the street? <laughs> <laughs> I can I can I can tell you that uh, we had this LP in our collection wow. yes. when I was a kid. And 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 I advise not to play the song oh. Popcorn. Give young children your time, put them to sleep, because <laughs> it, it's one of those songs. Yes, it's like the William Tell Overture. You can. Yep. It's for a young kid. It's just an invitation to dance. Yeah, totally. Wow, and I've just seen on here that like that crazy be, frog of its day. They exactly. Do a do a fantastic version of the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yes. Yeah. So, Jesus, that just really adds to it. So let's uh, yeah go out and get yourself a copy of that. Fantastic. Yeah, we're not All giving right. that one away. So. Does someone want to set the scene for us as to these two bands? Like, what what was what was the the I guess the crux of their sort of uh, conflict? Where did it well, start? Well, I was I was in it. I was living it. Yeah, well, I was there. Well, maybe you're the guy well, to kick us off. I can, can, you got yeah, the scars. I've got a bit of a history. I've got scars. Yep. I've got jackets and photographs <laughs> that you'd be ashamed to see anyone <laughs> on. Um. So, I'll tell you my story. Is it starts with blur. And they came out as a very different prospect. They released a single called There's No Other Way. Great pop single, like mm-hmm. indie pop. It was just brilliant hooks, and we used to play it um, a lot in this wee house I lived in in Edinburgh. Um, and that was a long time before we heard of, of Oasis. And that's mm. what folk forget that Blur out of the two started earlier. Well, it wasn't it ninety one or something? Um, Blur was yeah early nineties, ninety one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And they were out there doing this very poppy baggy thing, you know, very much the baggy band with the shambi, shamble, shambling beat and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Mm. And weirdly, um, I got to see them supporting Jesus and Mary Chain, My Bloody Valentine, and Dinosaur Junior as a part of a tour called Roller Coaster. And you would think, what are they doing there? And that's mm. exactly what everyone in the room thought when they mm-hmm. saw them. And Damon, when it was in his full and his cups, as they would say, he was off his tree. Whenever they played, he was absolutely <laughs> off his tree. I think shyness, really. Like, they were a new band, obviously mm-hmm. in awe of everyone else, but they decided to be bravado and um, take their pants down quite a lot, um, <laughs> which they did at the SEC in Glasgow. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Can we just get these idiots off and go on with some, you know, earnest um, noise-making? <laughs> <laughs> you know, obviously ensued. But it gave me a sense of, like, someone up there likes them, you know, they must have something a bit more to them, because yeah. they really came out a bit like Radiohead, with that first album was a bit mm. like, it doesn't really stack up mm. with the rest, but you've got no. to come out with something, right? Somebody yeah. saw some potential there. Yeah, yeah and they, they went, they, they became... You, had they released an actual 
studio album at this point, yeah, or was it just a sort of an EP and maybe a couple of singles or something? Don't know enough about it. Yeah, you know their first album. There was an album before Part Life, which was, I guess, the mm. breakthrough one that became mm. yeah. commercially successful. Yeah, the yeah. classic Britpop thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, right in it. Did a couple of albums. Well, they had there. two albums before Part Life. Yeah. Mm. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, and then Oasis started releasing things. Yeah. And that's where you came into the story. Yeah. So I think it. Um, what kicked it off was so Blurred had they had I think it was they had three albums, potentially four albums before. Oasis kicked off with... Um, Country House was the floor game? Yeah, so what happened was... Yeah, so Country House was the single that they released off uh, The Great Escape. That's it, yeah. Um, and they they actually... So they'd been hearing about... Well, there'd been this thing about, you know, this is band Oasis sort of emerging and they'd, they'd done a few gigs or they didn't have any releases at this point or whatever and they were about to release their first hour. They'd you know, had signed a contract, they'd gone to release an album. Um, so their first single they were going to put out, put out off that album was Roll With It. They had a, a like a a, a a date for the release of that single, and Blur had a date for the release of their single, and they were sort of separated. And then all of a sudden, the Oasis date moved forward um, to the same date as Blur. So essentially, right. what happened was yeah, yeah. Blur, Blur had a decision where the, sorry, they Oasis brought their date prior to the like sorry brought their date forward before the Blur release. So essentially, Blur was left in a situation where yeah. They were going to release Country House, you know, potentially a week after the Oasis single, Roll With It. So get me get me right on this, where Oasis, that wasn't their first single, so they'd already released things like Supersonic and other, other singles prior to uh, I don't, Yeah, I don't, I don't know the full Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, that, that wasn't, record of, there, was, there was a, a rise up in popularity. That was so when they came out with yeah. that, when it, when it was right. got to the, yeah. the album releases That's it. were really the things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they also had key singles from those albums released yeah, they were already time, which is a big deal in the UK. Mm. Exactly, yeah. So they'd already, they already, um, yeah, they'd already, they were already very popular, obviously, and they'd already yeah, had, yeah. yeah and this was going to decide it, and the papers got involved. So this is, yeah, what I'm saying is this, this was the, this was sort of the, this is what caused the initial... I would suspect both record companies got involved yeah, as well. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And there was a lot of talk at the time that, that they colluded to sort of, you know, create this sort of dynamic of, 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 of what was going to happen and this sort of, you know, but yep. to this day, they say, no, it was just purely the Oasis's record company. I think they were with Ireland. Was it Ireland they were with? Or, uh, anyway, their record company um, brought the date forward. Blow had a, had a situation where they could either, you know, release their record a, a week after and, and, you know, yeah, wear the damage. Wear the damage, yeah. you know, because they were expecting this was, you know, Oasis was on the rise, though, you know, so they decided to basically that they coincided both the both records, both singles released on the same day, um, and it became that that essentially became the sort of the pivot point for this whole mm. sort of Britpop the competition between the two bands. Yeah, um, and yeah, and Blur, who won that? Who won Blur, that? Blur who won, won that? Day? Yeah, they, okay. they sold about sixty thousand more records or more singles. Then Oasis. I'm 
I'm a professional cynic, but my heart's not in it. I'm paying the price of living life at the limit. Caught up in the centuries of society. Yes, it plays on hell. Watching afternoon repeats and the food he ate in the country. He takes a manner of pills and puts a banner of spells. Um, they both sold about, I think, Blur sold about two hundred eighty thousand hmm. singles. Oasis sold about two hundred twenty thousand, something like that. Yeah, pretty poor effort for him. So they were both some of the highest selling. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was almost like a people talk about it, and you know, oh, I didn't live through it, but reading articles and things. Um, People talk about it. It was almost like everyone just went out. It was almost like people were voting for their favourite, yeah. you know, by buying records. It was mm-hmm. like that sort of, like, I think people were so... Um, I mean, the media worked out a lot. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, they loved that sort of stuff. But it was like, I think... It was like you picked a side. Like people were excited that, that mm. there was this, there was this such strong axe, I guess, again, popular... You know, coming out of the UK, like yeah. the, you know, like that could sort of take on the world, sort of. Yeah, thing, and you know? I guess the, the record industry as a whole. Was yeah, it got very excited about it and sort of and that's whipped the, it up. The Britpop yeah. thing came from. That's right. Like, yeah. Let's sell more records. Yeah, didn't yeah. come from mm. any sense of like the people involved with it. The people, you know, who were draped in flags have all distanced themselves as much as they could. There was a mm. sound happening. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. They didn't want to be nationalistic about it. There was none of that. You know, it wasn't as vicious then. But mm. um, yeah, that was the funny thing was that. Out of all of the classic Brit pop bands, I wouldn't put either of those right in the pocket mm. because Blur proved to be much more experimental and alternative, mm. and Oasis were just way too much a classic rock band. I think to, yeah, to, to yeah. have that Brit pop sound, you know. Yeah, Oasis were, or and that's and but it was all of the time. Oasis's management tried to mm. tried to actually distance them from the whole Brit pop scene because they felt they were a much more international band. They certainly had a more broad international sort of sound, you know, whereas Blur tended to be more parochial and, and mm. more of that Kinks vibe where they, it was more character driven and, and sort of talking about you know, where it was local issues or char- like songs about certain characters or, pe- you know, personalities. Yeah. Or, um, Oasis's songs tended to be more like, it's almost like from the outset, they wanted to be the biggest band in the world yeah. and wrote the types of songs that were sort of broad yeah. concepts, broad, yeah. you know, supersonic and all this sort of well, stuff. Because yeah. wouldn't you say uh, that that broad appeal is is Wonderwall, right? That's a song yeah, that just right. that just goes, mm. you know, yeah. beyond that that parochial. It's, it's yeah. no, no, they're trying to write a rock classic there. Yeah, exactly. So here's, mm. the, here's, the, here's the key difference, I reckon, and you can say the same thing with Part Life, massive yeah. Appeal. yeah, that was their that was their mm. single. Yeah, yeah. Inside yeah. of sales with Wonderwall and cultural impact. The difference is that Wonderwall was gibberish, with a very basic <laughs> uh, musical premise. Yeah, you know, like yeah. acoustic guitar, beautifully played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but the words say universal nothing. appeal. You absolutely universal. Couldn't couldn't <laughs> deny that. But um, the the Blur part life hit single, for instance, was really quite subversive. It's a great pop song. And it had lots of hooks, yeah. But mm. it was actually just ripping culture apart. Mm. Yeah, the, yeah. The British culture yeah. going across to Spain, mm. and, you know, yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. You yeah. know, so mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a distinction to be made there between the two as to who's got something to say, you know. Sure. Yeah. 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 John's got through his fruit. He gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons. They love a bit of him. Who's that gut lord marching? 
You should cut down on your pork life, mate. Get some exercise. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm a big believer in in, in dream pop and, and and in not saying much in lyrics as well. Yeah. Like, but um, but that, but you're right. That's the key difference. And and that's again, it's that Kinks thing versus, like you know, the Kinks were always a band that talked about sort of very urban issue, like urban issues, and they that yeah, they made like Sunday afternoon and, and yeah, yeah, characters, yeah, yeah. and it was about the the English experience and yep. what it was like. Yeah, you know, and Blur was like that. They carried that they carried that flame and. and it was it was like sort of you know, particularly things... around that time. And yeah. this is another yeah. thing about those guys. They've had like three phases, oh, of course. you know. Yeah, they've moved, yeah. Mm. They went on to do like ten, twelve albums. Sure. Mm. They were still releasing albums sort of, you know, way, way into the late nineties. And yeah. and critically, those later albums were much more yeah. um successful. Critically. But I, but I think than, you're right. Like than I think... the ones in the pocket in those yeah. sort of very kinksy yeah. sort of Brit poppy times. Mm. And I think they were more they were more comfortable in that in that space where they were they didn't they weren't looking to take on the world like they weren't going let's write yeah some anthem that's going yeah, to yeah, sell a yeah. million records they wanted to do things that were were smaller and and that they were interested and interesting you know, in that. Yeah. 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 yeah an interesting, <laughs> interesting. Is, is that um is that an ego thing do you think because it feels like you know <laughs> you can't deny the egos fronting Oasis. Absolutely. Or or Blur, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was no, ego on both sides, but there's there's um, definitely um, I think chase down success. Yeah. You know. But I don't. Absolutely. I think I think there's ego, but it's 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 sort of targeted in different ways. Like I think Oasis set out to be the biggest band in the world, hmm. whereas Blur probably set out to be a very interesting. You know, yeah. Let's craft some great little nuggets of, of sort of of English life and and some great little melodies and well, again, they certainly were much more experimental with medleys and, and yeah. Which if you've ever seen yeah. a car advert or, or, yeah, or, or yeah, been yeah. to an American football game, nah, sure. song yeah, too. Yeah. And now they did that song, but that was to later take in the career. Out of exactly the type of song that that was like five albums in, you know. So yeah. they, so maybe yeah. at that point, and that's when they were directly competing with Oasis but as that well. Ironically, became as mm. much of an anthem. Perhaps without sure. their yeah, 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 as anything Oasis has ever written, mm -hmm. just because it had that hook right at the beginning. You know? Yeah, and, um, I just thought that was really funny as well, just to make that. It's a great song, but is that yeah. is that a is that a result of them trying to directly then compete with someone like Oasis, or trying no, to think? No. Do we want to now? Do we want to try to branch out beyond? I think know? that was as much parody and irony as it was yeah. anything yeah. to do with. You know what I mean? It's in an album. And also yeah, do something different as well. I mean, yeah. if you, yeah, like the sense that I got because I only really listened to Oasis and Blur in the previous few days. Um, a lot of it passed me by, apart from singles. Mm. I didn't think much of either band. Um, apart from their singles, like when I heard other tracks, I was like, eh, whatever. And listening to it now, it's it's kind of the same, except overall, Blur has my interest more, and it's all almost like they were. Deliberately avoiding writing the type of songs that were instantly accessible. Mm. Like there are some that are just incredibly complicated little shifts in in sound and um, melodically to end up in a chorus. You go, "Whoa, how did we end up here? This is fantastic!" Yeah, yeah. Mm. And some ways that reminds me of, of the Kinks, but also like Bowie, 
mm. <clears throat> would yeah. be, okay, we'll take a little few side paths. So it, it's not like when I listen to, as a song to? Mm-hmm. When I listen to that, it doesn't mm-hmm. surprise me that they could do it. Mm. Yeah. It was because it, it was like they're holding themselves back from doing it because mm. it would have been so easy to do. Yeah. So mm. it was, um, yeah, yeah, it was nice to. Well, nice to see that there was point. so much more to them than what I initially thought. Yeah. But when I listened to the Oasis first three Oasis albums, I was like, "No, there's exactly what I thought was there, mm. and it's not much." So. <laughs> well, I'll tell you where I'm coming from because yeah. we've we've talked about this a few times. Yeah. I know Ben's a massive Oasis fan yeah. off the bat, but um, I I really liked early Blur just because of there's no other way. Mm. But by the time they were doing. Um, he lives in a big house in the country mm. and that kind of stuff. They become like such a parody of British culture. Mm. Like it was almost, it was dull. Yeah. It was not their best album. Well, I agree. And that's what they competed against the singles that Oasis were putting out in their heyday, cigarettes and alcohol, yeah. supersonic, mm. yeah, you know, right. she's electric. And, and yeah. they absolutely killed them right yeah. when yeah. it was a rivalry. The, at the rivalry time, mm. they were the better band. But over the length of time, Blur went out. It's kind of a mixed deal. Like, if we were to do an episode called um, um, Fading Away or something, you know, mm. about bands that, you know, just um, had a great start and then just just mm. tailed out, Oasis would have to be in it. We'd have to yeah, be yeah. idiots not to mention it in an episode like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's, it's like there's they, they just mm. went, the great anthems, they went two, three albums, mm. and then things just went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. the first no album, ideas now. which I listened to again today, just knowing that we we're going to do the show. Um, I'd forgotten how sort of experimental it was, but not just experimental. It, it, it really had that sort of that Stone Roses sort of vibe. Mm-hmm. It had that early nineties British vibe. It had an edge to it, and that's the first song. Yeah, was, like, that's what I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I really solid. liked. Blur's first album is is really good, um, but then as they started to move into that into that sort of kinksish vibe. It's very hard. Like some of those albums are hard to like. There's a lot of skip tracks in there. Like yeah, there's mm. some great stuff in there, but there's a lot of like ah oh, yeah, I'll just skip that. Um, Part like and I just single was really the other big one that was yeah, up against them at the that's time. Some great singles. Like, geez, that was a sing along one, but it was a bit dry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't think they ever could do that that kind of thing, that kinksish thing, as good as the Kinks did. Like I think, you know, that was for me. You know, yeah. and that's that's why yeah, I, I think just it's a testament know. to uh, Damon and well to the whole band really, but like it's a testament to the the inventiveness and the the, the creativity they had. Ultimately, mm. was that they were able, as Al says, to throw in a song like Song Two, mm. which was an, a great end part of a great album, but also to like experiment with the songwriting up to a level of that King sort of reference. Yeah, mm. but, I, but, but just I look as part at, of a development. Like song, I look at Song Two and I think, well, what a, I'm trying to think of another song on that album that actually. Would go, yeah, like I can't think of a well, single. Around that time, they were doing like things like Tender as the Night. 
Well, that's on the next album. That was on 13. Oh, okay. Around that time. Tendal was on 13. Yeah, but you get the so, idea. There was... Sure. There was... But that's it. But like songs, I, I found that they... But they were more of an album band by that point. Well, I didn't find that they were... An, that's, that's, I, I feel the opposite. I feel they weren't an album band anymore. I feel that by that time, there was like... There was those... There was like, you know, Tender. There was, you know, Song 2. So. Yeah, but maybe that sort of hits off the, it. The way that, I, that you, you know, you, you, you appreciate what an album is. Mm. Like if you need it to be something that's packed with hits well it's not pa- not even you know with that's, hits, but it's, that's one way of looking at I it. can't think of apart from the great escape I can't think of one of their album and their first album to be honest um, I can't think of another album that I would just go oh I'm just going to put that whole album on but and, yeah, not, and not have all, to skip yeah, tracks yeah. you mm. know what I mean yeah well you know I'm, I'm with you I don't listen to a lot of blah yeah. I really don't but um from what I understand, like critically, if you ju- if you jump onto you know pitchforks and stuff like that, you'll see mm. that those later albums are mm. much more applauded for their inventiveness and for their mm. like yes. the different oh, sounds. Certain, and all that they kind certainly of stuff. tried different sounds, and look, yeah, full credit for that, absolutely. Mm. But for me personally, like I'll put on, um, you know, certainly what's the, what's the story, Morning Glory, or I'll put on uh, dig it, is it dig out your soul, even one of their last albums, you know, like things mm. like that, like. Um, and they just play nicely across a full album. You know, there's not, there's a few albums in there which are a bit rough, no, no doubt. You know, uh, some of the middle albums for Oasis are pretty rough, um, but they certainly had a good run. Of you know, for me, on average, hmm. the music's better, and, and you know, I feel it, it stands up better. I, I, I found I had to skip both. Like listening to the yeah. first. Three of Oasis and four of Blur. It was just, there was still a lot of skipping with both of them, but at least with Blur, I was interested for longer. And with Oasis, there were more sing along songs. In between that, it was just like, oh, this is so freaking noisy. It's just, yeah. you know, especially in, yeah, the first three albums, I don't know if the sound developed differently after that, but mm. it was just. And, was and just obviously, you know, obviously you're, you're talking personal taste cause, yeah. because I, I can appreciate the, the, the cleverness for Blue. Mm-hmm. But if I just want a bit of swagger, yeah, then, you know, if you're driving in a car, and you want to go a little bit fast, you pop on your Oasis, right? Yeah. Uh, if, if you're all potentially just quietly listening Head to the headphones, go to 7-Eleven, yeah. chat up the woman down there. Uh-huh. Um, uh, but, yeah, if you, you know, if you, if you want to get a little introspective, yeah. then, yeah, you pop some blur on. Um, I felt just from a cultural point of view too, like I just loved the whole like the Gallagher brothers, like just the comment, like the one-liners and the comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a Liam, show. They're, they're a show. Right, but Liam particularly show. would just throw out and that just created this, you know, this aura around them that they were, they wanted to, was, they just wanted to be rock stars. There was a and, class thing as well, you know. Yeah, like absolutely. They, they yeah. were the boys from Manchester and yeah, the, blue the, the, middle the middle class, middle class yeah, London boys. Right. And, you know, 
the crowds that you would get at an Oasis gig were very passionate Oasis fans, mm, almost. Yeah. Maybe they weren't really been music fans up until yeah, that point. Yeah, you know what I mean? sure. Mm. But they were like, they were waiting for something to be there for them. Yeah. Know? And that's what Oasis brought. They brought a kind of a, you know, a, not a Beatles mentality, but they definitely wanted that level of yeah. homegrown, yeah. you know, passionate, yeah. you know, support. And we and they ha- got they gave, everyone a, gave everyone a, yeah, a soundtrack for their football rides. <laughs> for the football rides. Yeah. We, have to do a, we have to do an episode on Manchester. I mean, how many great bands have come out of mm. it's yeah, insane yeah, yeah. Like it's actually so ridiculous. much to answer for yeah, yeah. <laughs> the fall for instance have you heard of these yeah. <laughs> no, no. So tell us about the fall no. well, finally the after a couple of episodes people get to drink mm. yeah. <laughs> the challenge for me will be to do that episode and not mention the fall <laughs> yeah. Yeah. alright well I think that's pretty cool I mean I think um, clearly you've always talked about how much of an Oasis fan you are yeah. and, you know, um, I didn't realise until I started thinking about this that I, I love them both for completely different reasons. Yeah. But don't listen to either of them at all. Mm. Sure. Um, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. a kind well, of like, a, yeah. look, a twist on it all. And look, I'm not, I still, I still like Blur and I like a lot of the, it's not that I don't like them, you know, but, um, but if it comes to a, if it, you know, if it came to the choice, you've got to throw away your Oasis or throw away your Blur albums, then I'm going to keep my Oasis oh, albums, you know. I'm keeping a few of those singles after Google. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't live without Supersonic. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. and I would take that at the top, the top of, of everything I've heard either of them do. Mm. Um, but that's a very simplistic way of looking. Yeah, if and, I and, and that was, yeah. I mean, that that has got to be one of the, Oasis's debut album. That has to be one of the strongest debuts of of any band. Mm. Like, but for think, really, I just thought it was write a better song after that first song. Whereas Oasis, yeah. uh, Blur were the opposite. They got better with time, yeah. mm. and they learned yeah. a craft. Mm. And I'd they went off and done. A I would encourage other you to to look at some of Oasis's very last couple of albums. Okay. Um, because they did mature and right before they broke up those last couple of albums are actually there's some actually really good stuff on that it's worth mm-hmm. listening to yeah cool I found that uh, Liam Gallagher's uh, upcoming solo album uh, I understand he's got other ones but this just popped up on Spotify after <laughs> I was listening to Blur actually hey um, and uh, yeah one of the singles on there like it starts off sounding a little John Lennon-y um, no, he's a massive uh, Lennon fan. Yeah, he is. Uh, but then it goes, you know, into a different song. More McCartney-ish. <laughs> yeah, more McCartney-ish. Um, a little bit of Ringo. Yeah, and it, which was great for me because I really enjoyed it and I played it again straight away um, because the last that I'd heard of of Liam was probably the fourth or fifth Oasis um, album or something mm. and he'd yeah. just obviously given up on trying to sing. <laughs> <laughs> His way through every song, and he's always had the you know raspy edge, yeah. but it was just like that's it, you know he's mm. get, he's given up in, in trying to develop his voice. Whereas this one, he was he's mellowed, you know his voice okay. had mellowed out enough. Yeah. So I was like, oh cool, you've got just enough to make it interesting and rock and rolly, but yeah. not so much that I want to step well, in. He he's, he's touring here just now. Mm. Oh okay, yeah. he's playing in Brisbane actually in a couple of. So I think that's what, that's the next step is like live <gasps> What if he reviews. hears this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we get down there, you know, yeah, and we mm. just like rip them to shreds. <laughs> we, could, we could interview them. All right. We'll smoke set so what do you think about Blur? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Loser. Yeah, please don't, don't play one of them. ask him that question. <laughs> that's the legacy of this rivalry, unfortunately, is that they'll never yeah. escape it either of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, all right, well, let's just have a quick whip around, Brett. 
Who would you choose? Oasis. You're going to take Oasis? Yes. Sorry. Alan, you're going to take Blur, I imagine? Oh, uh, no. I'd take neither, really. But Neither. Oh, you <laughs> can't sit on the bloody fence, you mate. Have to take okay, one. not neither. I'll take a bit of each. Oh, <laughs> you have to take one. Come on. Oh, okay. Uh, take it from one, Al. Take it from one. I want to take it from two. Um, oh, 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 Blur. All right. I'm with Al. I'm going Blur. You're going Blur. All right. Well, I'm going Oasis. So we split down the middle. Straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. Just as it should be. So we'll have to wrestle for. <laughs> All right. That's right. Okay. So we're going to stop the recording now and, and, and arm wrestle. Pit and and we're gonna uh, yeah, arm wrestle. wrestle. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Sorry, I meant arm wrestle. Yeah, yes, yes. I'm yeah. putting my shot put back those, on. Put those baked beans away. But... That's right. All right. Greco Roman. So uh, we'll end it there. And thanks for listening. And please uh, go on the Facebook page and tell us who you prefer out of Blur and Oasis. We can do a poll. Yeah. We'll do a poll. Absolutely. All right, until next time, join us again on Lords of Loud. And don't forget to check out our website, lordsofloud.com, and also find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Lords of Loud. Thanks for listening.